everybody, and welcome to ISL Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming. Broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jay and Sam Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the Limey himself, the Limey transplanted. Mike Zapsik, everybody. Say hello, Mike Zapsik. Hello. It's, I don't believe that they're limeys. Okay. Uh, we were in Scotland. Right. And What's they, the slang term for them? Scots. Just Scots? They're Scots. Just Scots. God damn it. They're Scots. I, don't give me any of your shite. <laughs> I see you picked up the local lingo. Hell yeah, Kenny man. Kenny Wackett. Kenny Wackett. I saw comics. Kenny Wackett. I mean, yo, uh, yo, we cunt ya. Yeah, yo. yo oh, man. Well, it sounds... It's weird. It sounds much worse than it really is. Here, when you use, I'm not going to say it. When you use the c word here, I know you get you get you get bitch slapped. It's not you get your ass beat. It's not a term of endearment as it is there. No, like people are saying cunt. Yeah, I know. You got to say it like that too. You're cunt, cunt. You got to say it like that. And if you say it out there, it's like, oh, I love you. That's how you tell people you love you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We cunt you. Yeah, it's 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 great. I I miss it. I miss it already. I flew back. About 24 hours ago. Yeah, you you're looking good for someone who should be jet lagged. I, like sh- I, like, I feel like shit. Oh, uh, thank. That's the first time you've ever said that to me. I'll admit it. You're I'll no. You it. usually don't admit it. No, that's I part will, of it. I will admit it. Right now, I, I will like, admit it. So, right, the, the past three years have finally taken their so, toll on Ming Chen. No, just we don't do a lot of overseas travels. Usually, the farthest we'll go is like Los Angeles. Yeah, or which is still three hours, which will mess you up. This is six hours, and we stayed up. That was part of our plan when we when we came back. We're like, okay, yeah, you went you went freaking early, dude. You always took, you took the freaking world tour, man. I took the family nine, nine days. We were there for nine days. Nine yes. days, holy shit! Yeah, and you lived a one full day. It. One full day was travel. Okay, so is then flying. Twenty four hours flying in, uh, taking trains up to Inverness, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah. Well, how did you find it overall in general? I don't know. I, I found how can it you to sum be this charming. Up? It was charming and. Did you have a good time? Or ninety is a long time. Had a great time. We saw anything could have happened. You can be like after day three, you can be like, I want to go home. Yeah, right. This sucks. Oh man, I, I'm out of here. But it didn't suck. It definitely no, it didn't, didn't suck. The one thing that I can say, and for anyone who's you've never been, for anyone who's never been overseas, the one thing about Europe is you can feel the weight of history. Sure. Oh yeah. Like over here, I mean, something. No, it's like yeah, our hist- something goes out of favor. A strip mall is like, all right, well, you know, now we've got the the dollar store in there, so yeah. let's just bulldoze the shit it down. We'll rebuild. We'll it. rebuild and, or and bring in our better history one. is like you know, that. McDonald's has been there since 1974. All right, that's our history. Actually, that's our history it. in Red Bank is we had a McDonald's and it went out of business. It's one of the only McDonald's that I've ever heard of going out of business. Yeah, didn't it later on become Jane Sonbob's Secret Stash? No, we, it later on became Merrill Lynch, but that's oh, beside okay, the point. Okay, okay, okay. Or it's Ocean's First now. It's a bank. It's Ocean First, yeah. Okay, I had heard rumors that we were the McDonald's. Yeah. That we used to be McDonald's. But yeah, no, as you're no, saying, we used to be Bobby Soxers. Yeah, yeah, there's no history when you come to America. Yeah, yeah. they just bulldoze everything and remake it. So there are no, the buildings look like shit here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they and then we'll be, then we'll me, I'll take that. They, don't, they look nice and spick and span new, but there's no, there's no character. There's no character. Okay. But there. When you, oh my God, everything as it, you can, you can feel. The history. I mean, you can literally. We uh, we were around the corner. Um, our hotel. We yes. were in adjoining hotels. Yes. I had the family suite. You you and Brian were in the hotel next door. Right. Literally down the street. Yes. A stone's throw was a place called Burke and Hare's Strip Club. Yeah. It was like topless dancing, the whole nine yards. 
But Burke and Hare are notorious serial killers in Scotland. Yes. So Brian's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, it, he was intrigued by it. He's like, why would you name a place after, you know. Right. Here would be like naming it Gacy's and. Um, yeah. Gacy and Dahmer Strip Club. Yeah. Gacy and Dahmer Strip Club. Yeah. So and, <laughs> and you wouldn't get too many people going there. You'd get people like Brian going there. Sure. But that's about it. And Which Brian's oddly, not, you know, your clientele, really. Yeah, that unless you, you want. name it Burke and Hare. Yeah, Which, Burke oddly and enough, Hare. we never made it there. We, we talked about go. going. We didn't go. We did talk about going. Uh, the one thing that was really funny was I found out the history behind that. It had nothing to do with, like, oh, let's let's name it this, and we'll get the people who are, like, freaky and, and love to come sure. in and, you know, want, want to find out more about serial killers. Sure. These are actually was, celebrated in, in Edinburgh. It's weird, right? It is weird. But... Uh, it's it's the place where they were killing people. It was there. That that was the where a, that's where it was. Yeah, Burke and Hare ran a guest house, and they would kill transients, drunks, and loners. There, there in where that the strip house. Club was. Yes, they would bring well, him no, in. I sh- we should have went. I know. Now I'm all pissed off that I didn't go. But I had my family with me. I couldn't bring my you know maybe Mitch, my 14 year old. He'd be like, "Come on, let's go. Let's go for a pint, Mitch." Yeah. And, uh, how uh, old no. is the wee lad? Uh, 18, sir. <laughs> I. I welcome in, Doctor Zapsic. Yes. All right. Cool. Doctor, would you call yourself doctor? <laughs> I call my son. We're both doctors. Yeah. Right. Doctor. Okay. Doctor. So, um, but that was that was it. And it why wasn't they, like why are they celebrated? Because um, there, I don't know. Just because. There why Bur- not? Is there a broken hair comic book? Just there's got to be. There should be. If there's not, somebody get get out there and do it. There's got. So. There's a. There's actually a movie. I don't know if you're aware of this. It's uh, I believe directed by uh, I. God, not uh, not Richard Donner, but uh, like Simon Pegg is in it. Like it's a it's a well known movie about Burke and Hare. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, Somebody had told me about it too. It was uh, Sean Gunn. I think I told me about it. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said it was uh, one of his favorite movies. Okay. Um, yeah. Simon Pegg and uh, it's directed by John Landis. Okay. Actually. And it's uh, Simon Pegg, Andy Circus. This is not. This is not some indie movie. No, it's that. Those are two pretty big names over in uh, yeah. Across came, the out, pod. came out in two thousand ten, and um, it's and a, here too. I should it, say it's about them. So, I it's black. They they black com. They went black right, comedy. Of course, black yeah. comedy room. But they're they're what's the name of it again? Burke, it's called Burke and Hare. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, but they're more. They don't. I mean, yes, they killed people. It was horrible, but they did it in the name <laughs> of medical research, right? Correct, and that's what makes them um, heroes. Oh, there is there is a Birkin Hair graphic uh, novel, Volume One. Okay. You can uh, you can get it up. Good, on, good deal. Uh, it's from uh, Caliber Comics. Oh, and, Caliber, very nice. All right. And uh, if you want, uh, you can uh, you can get it, the physical copy. You get it at Comicsology for the low low price of seven ninety nine. I'm gonna add this to my cart. Excellent. Um, Antristotle on uh, Twitch. You can follow us on Twitch TV, folks. Um, if you want. Oh to see yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we are we're there. We are we are streaming. Yes, we are streaming right now. So so uh, and uh, Antristotle says, listen to the TSD pod Edinburgh panel. Yeah, thought Bry was a bit nasty to the crowd. Surprised they didn't ride. Yeah, if you want to listen to our panel, uh, Tom Steve Dave episode two thirty two, I believe. Which I'm is surprised right it's not two thirty one point five, but or the, the no, fame. it's an official. It's an official All episode right. now. I I I read um I read this that people thought he was hostile. To the local crowd, I didn't get that impression. I thought that's because we were a, sitting up front. It was just I thought he did Brian it in a bitching. joking manner. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, he did. He sound like he was bitching that he was a ba- having a bad time in Scotland. 
Um, I mean, he the food wasn't to his liking. The weather wasn't to his liking. But he did, one, he did have a great time. He had a great time. And he loved the, the a, lot of, a lot of fans came out, man. Oh, yeah, we had a- Not just fans. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. Rabid fans. Ants. Here's Ants the thing. Came I came into this convention very, un, very unsure. There right. were many factors. One, Comic Book Men is not officially airing there. It's no, not it's not TV. in the UK. It is not streaming. There nope. are, there is no easy way to get it. So you no, either you have to illegally download it. Illegally download it. And I believe it's if you buy certain like a Roku box or something, you can find a way to get it okay. streaming. But it's You not have to go easy. out of your way. You have to go way out of your way. You to have get to it. do work to, to watch comic Yeah, man. So I'm like, okay, maybe we'll get ten people who are hardcore Kevin Smith fans who wanna see we'll go through great lengths, see everything that he's involved mm-hmm. in. They'll go out and hop on like the pirate bay and right. download episodes. Great, and we got more than ten people. No, we, we had get a, a whole. We were standing room only for our panel, our which panel, is insane. Yeah. Over probably over two, three hundred people. Yeah, I lost count after a certain time, and that was insane. A lot of huge, a lot of Tell Me Steve Dave fans. So thank you to the ants, as they call them, right, for coming out. A lot of someone flew over from other countries. Some took six, seven hour rides from the southern part of the country. Took so, trains up. Yeah, yeah, I really want to thank them. So. Uh, at the panel, if you listen to it, um, you know Brian complains about everything he doesn't like about being in Scotland. Of course he does. But when he's here, he complains, he complains about everything exactly. he hates about here. So it's nothing. I didn't see yeah. it as any different. I was he nasty to the crowd. He didn't make one dude for having a weird haircut. Uh, yes, um, only because he, he had like a super hot girlfriend. Yes, but I, he would do the same thing here. He has done oh, the same dude, thing. Oh, dude, he makes fun of me all the time for having a super hot wife. So, yeah. And having a weird haircut. And so. having a weird haircut. He also makes... Well, actually, he, he gave you props for having a super weird haircut. He said you have lovely hair. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. So, that was fun. Uh, you can listen to that. Um, gives you a little slice of of uh, what we what we did out what there. We, and what we do. What we do on... Um, and uh, I just proposed this to you, and I'm, I'm going to propose yes. it to Brian. Doing a separate podcast where we just deconstruct the... Uh, the Edinburgh Comic Con, Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Where we talk about our experiences. Yep. Just talk about and talk uh, about I, every I, experience I we do had over in Scotland. Every. Which I think. Well, I don't know, they, <laughs> Brian actually made it to Birkenhair and well, made it out of there almost with his yeah, life. Yeah. Well, we were out. Actually, Brian actually came out. We went out Saturday night and hung out yeah. with the Tom Steve Day fans. And usually, he doesn't he doesn't do that ever. No. Ever. Never. Ever, but we were out. Not only were we out, we shut the place down. We were out till three thirty in the morning. You guys did. I we, got, we, were, we were we were uh, we were happy. That's cool. I got lost. I I didn't tell you this. Okay, so you left early. I left we had a around whole gathering. ten. We had dinner and then we went over yeah. to this really cool bar called the uh, the Banshee Labyrinth. It was a Banshee Labyrinth. It used yes. to be I don't know a dungeon or something. It was very. It was a labyrinth. There was all these yeah. little rooms like off to like weird ends and it's really cool. You left about what, 10, 10 30, 11? 10, 10, 15, 10 30, somewhere in okay, there. Okay, and you left by yourself. You're like, all right, see you tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, there, and, there goes an American right for the picking. Right. And so you you get out the door, uh-huh. and, and know, I'm we're, like, we're a block away from the Royal Mile. So, not, you know, a, the Royal Mile is kind of like the, you know, it's like six, it's like Sixth Street. Right. It's like Avenue of the Americas in New York. It's a big, it's a main strip. Yes, it's a main strip. But so you got, uh, you there got are lost. Warrens in there. And Warrens? Oh, yes, yeah, like little alleyways. Little alleyways, little uh, places that you can get lost very easily. And what happened? I got lost very easily. How do you get lost? You get, uh, all you do is go north one block to the Royal Mile. You make... No, no, there, I went down. And you I'm went like, down. That was I went mistake. down because I was going to go... Because I was going to skirt the uh, the castle. Because going to the castle and then you got to walk back, it, it's... 
It's kind of a thing, are, folks. It not was, only, it was a pain are, in the not ass only were you that. a mile or a block away from the most one of the busiest streets in mm-hmm. Edinburgh, you have right smack dab in the in the city a gigantic castle up on top of a mountain. Yes, which is a pretty good landmark. I mean, it was. I mean, there's no missing it. No, but yes, yes, there is. So you can miss. You... you can miss it when you're behind a, a huge facade of other buildings. Because you can't see up. You're like, where the hell am I? And that's exactly okay. what I did. And there was a... a so, I, made a I made a turn down this one block that okay. has this huge neon sign that says, not all who wander are lost. Right, I saw so that like, sign. So I'm like, how the fuck can I get... How can right. I go wrong I, with that? So I, I wandered down that way. that's in the grass market region, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, you were. Which means you were basically a block and a half from the hotel. No, no, not that close. Okay. Or so so I thought. wandered down and um, <laughs> I was walking and I'm like, wait a minute. University of Edinburgh, I'm like, yeah. and I walked up until I got to the mountain. Okay. There's a mountain at the foot. Of the castle. Uh, on the other side of the castle. Yes. So I walked down that. I'm like, holy shit. I look up because it's all pitch black in front right. of me. And I, I walk. I'm like, what the? That looks weird. Right. I'm like, it's all black. I'm like, why am I walking towards the blackness? I don't know. So I, but I walked a little bit further and okay. it was that mountain. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap, am I not in the right place? Yeah. So I turned around, and and somebody told me the next day, he's like, you should have climbed it. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Should have climbed it? Yeah. It was pitch black, and right. I'm going to climb a mountain. Are he's you, like, oh, you should have And let it. me, uh, so Mike, no paper map on him. He had no internet on his phone. Nope. So he couldn't pull up like a Google, Google map. No Google map. How the hell did no, you no. find your way back then? What was your landmark? Uh, My landmark was that strip club and the castle. That was one of them, but I ended up... How the hell did you get back then? Uh, Mums. Mums? Oh, Mums Famous Food. Mums Famous Food. It's place actually, we met for breakfast, yeah. for, like literally just as I landed. So I went okay. through Edinburgh, uh, University of Edinburgh. I mm-hmm. walked through their entire campus. Beautiful campus. Gorgeous. Sure. Wow, and, you were um, really lost. Yeah, so I'm like... Holy shit. Huh? And I'm just, I'm, just following yeah. my, I'm just following my nose. I'm like, I have no idea. I've, I've got to be able to get back. And I'm, you know, uh, fallback plan was... Worst comes to worst, I'll, I'll hail a taxi. Sure. But I'm like, I, I want to see if I can make it. And I did. Okay. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So could have wound up in a Scottish forge somewhere. Like, I could have ended up in- in clothless. Could have ended up on a slab in yeah. the University of Edinburgh, you know, sure. just, you know, bumped into well, Birkenhair's descendants. I mean, when you descendants. left, so yeah, no, God, I, it, I'll admit it is confusing. Mm-hmm. It can be confusing. The streets are, you know, they're winding. Yeah. There are a lot of these weird alleys and Little, shit. They call them closes. Yeah, but- when you left, you had a, you had, you didn't go back the way you came. No. Okay, so you just you're just like fuck it. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll find my way back. Yeah, it's very brave of you. Huh? It was pretty cool. I, I got to see a part of uh, Edinburgh that good. I never would have seen. Yeah, and I just want to. I I wandered the streets so very late in the night. Sometimes mm-hmm. alone. Sometimes not well lit. I felt very safe. So so good. Edinburgh on you, is Edinburgh. a pretty cool little place. It was so. great. Um, how did you find the food? Brian complained about the food. He, he did. He said I, the food I was had shite. no problem with the food. I'm I'm a little bit more. I'm like you. I I will. Uh, yeah, we eat pretty much anything. Culinary culinarily adventurous. Sure. Most of the stuff is not a mystery to me. I, right. I know what haggis is. Anybody who eats sausage, yeah, you're eating a you're eating either pig intestine or it's, you know it's cased in yeah it's in, it's in a casing yeah and that's what haggis is. Haggis is essentially sausage. Yeah, it's meat. Encased yeah, and, in, you know, a, it's a, a force meat sausage casing or a casing. sheep stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big deal. No big deal. No biggie. But and you describe it like that it sounds disgusting. If you say, "Oh, it's boiled in a sheep stomach," it's yeah. like, "All right, that's gross." But it wasn't exactly done like that. It's you know, it's a force meat. You put it into this casing. 
you boil it and it's got um it's got oatmeal in it. Yeah. And um yeah, and they put blood in everything. Yeah. But you know, you eat a steak, there's blood in that. Hamburger, blood, yeah. blood, blood everything. Blood No problem with that. Black pudding, yeah. Um but I I found I found the food was pretty good as well. Food again, was, we eat everything. Food was pretty excellent. You went to the witchery. I did. I went to a place called The Witchery. What did you think? Uh, I liked it. Little, uh, very atmosphere, great. Atmosphere was fantastic. Service, great. Yes, the, it was. Um, it, it, and you know, I it pretty high end restaurant. Probably one of the most high end restaurants right. in Scotland. And uh, you know, I'm a pretty simple guy. I'll go high. I'll go low. I mm-hmm. prefer to go low. Um, I felt uh, as I got, you know, they took my jacket mm-hmm. and um, you know, they're all dressed in suits. I felt like it was a shea, what the shea Queen. Yes, from yeah, Ferris you, felt that, you, you felt like That's he was a felt. little bit pretentious. A little bit, but okay. uh, this is a restaurant um, about a block away from the castle. Yes. Very well known. It's one of the best restaurants in Scotland. Uh, came highly recommended to me a couple months ago. I made reservations. Um, I had reservations for four, just in case anyone wanted to come okay. with me. Didn't get anyone to come with me. So no, dude. I was fine. I can, oh, I can, find, I can dine by myself. Okay. Plus, it means I don't have to freaking pay for anybody else. That's good. Sometimes okay. that's not happening. But um, you know, I got up there. They're like uh, reservation for four. I was like, "Ah, eh, it's just gonna be me." So they're like, they look at me funny. Like you went from four to one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Tell like, them your Birkin hair. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I, well, I, I had mean, to kill the other three I, to uh, pay for this uh, meal. I'm a freaking loser. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want me to say? They're like, all right. So they made me wait a little bit. Why? Why they? I guess you know they didn't want me taking up space for four people. Uh-huh. So. And they sat you by the toilet. And uh, I got in a very nice seat. And um, yeah, that was good. Um, little pricey. Perhaps, very pricey, actually very perhaps pricey. overpriced. Yes, um, because I did find some other places after which uh, I thought were better valued with the uh, with the yes. even just as good experience. Right, um, but yeah, I I, uh, I kept it simple. Had uh, had a glass, nice glass of wine. Beautiful. Ate a great venison dish. Oh, did you didn't have an appetizer? I did not. Uh, no, I figured it was just me. Okay. I wasn't. Yeah, um, drank a great cup of coffee afterwards. Uh, I kept it very simple. Okay. Um, did I look weird eating by myself? Sure, you know. Yeah, why not? I, I, the, the way I describe it, you're one of those is, people that they're all sitting there like, oh, look at that poor, look at the poor wee man uh, sitting prob- there by himself. Probably, I, I imagine they don't get a lot of single diners there. And I, I'll, this is how I describe this place. It's great, very came highly recommended. Like I said, um, it's where you know you go to drop a dime there, which sure. uh, I had a couple dime, dimes to drop. It was after the con we did pretty well, uh, but I describe it as this is a place where you take a chick there. If you want to guaranteed, you're going to get laid. Okay. That's my description. Very nice. Not saying that you trade a dinner for that, but I'm just saying if you want to impress a woman, take her to the witchery. Do you want to impress a woman, Ming? Yes. Really? Sure. Here you go. Okay. Blue Apron. Yes. Blue Apron. Blue Apron which is bringing not, you I Sell Comics not today. Not pretentious. Not pretentious in the least. Just very Actually, good. you can make it pretentious if you want. Okay. If, if that's your goal to impress the ladies and show them your joie de vivre. Yeah. And you know, I said you take a woman to witchery. If you think you're going to get laid, if you guaranteed to get laid, you get Blue Apron. You cook her that dinner. That's a Ming Chen promise right there. My stamp of approval. <laughs> uh, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And how they achieve this, Ming? Yes. They support a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Yeah, Blue Apron, they have partnerships. They source organically and free range. Uh, they farm responsibly. They can be delivered pretty much everywhere, and they reduce food waste because they only ship uh, only what you need. Exactly. They yes. they uh, put it to the amounts that you need. Exactly. So, yeah. um, you know what's really great about what's this? That? 
Cooking builds strong family bonds, man. It's true. I, I cook with my family. Okay. We, we eat dinner You don't try to night. stab yourself each don't other tr- with a knife uh, or shit? Aye! No, I don't sell my children for uh, medical experiments anymore. So, research shows that Blue Apron families cook together three times more often. Yes, and uh, when you break it down, it costs... Pretty, uh, it costs under $10 per person. Per now, person. I know you dropped a shitload more than that at the witchery. I did. Because I also went to the witchery. I know. Based I on was my there recomm- before. I know. Based on my recommendation. That's uh, true. I, and I, I, I was like, dude, how was it? You're like, eh. And uh, you it dropped was all a, right. You dropped a, more than a couple diamonds. I did. I brought my wife. My wife and I went out for this. Uh, I, I was like, hey, I'm going to get some. Mm-hmm. But uh, went out. Did you bring the kids? Or did you? I did not bring the oh, kids. Oh, really? It was, You're yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, you guys so. can have uh, haggis and... Fried yeah. Mars bars. <laughs> Here you go. Enjoy, kids. Here, here's a meat pie. Uh, you guys can split this. No, plate. we went down to like the the uh, the store on the the corner, sure. Sainsbury, right? And just got him a couple of pre-packed uh, sandwiches. Oh, Here you go, boys. You went. You gave him like you know <laughs> yeah. three pound sandwiches or three dollar sandwiches. Three dollars. Here you go, boys. And then you went to the witcher and dropped like two two bills. Have a pickle and cheese sandwich, kids. Yeah. That's what you're getting. Yeah, but that's uh, that's. But when you, they're like, Dad, I want Blue Apron. F you. Yeah, seriously. Where's our awesome Blue Apron? This is not exactly. Our Where's our meal? Dinner. We're supposed to cook three times more often, yeah. Pop. I said, Nope, we're not. Yeah, featured upcoming meals, Mike: uh, uh, spinach and fresh, fresh mozzarella pizza, sweet and sour salmon, Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine roasted broccoli. Baby broccoli and fontina, fontina paninis. Ooh, hard boiled egg, egg and arugula salad. salad. Nice. Sounds pretty good. Do you? Uh, I gotta get you another code so you can uh, yeah, cook and, and I have uh, to Facebook cook. Live. I do. This. I have to Facebook Live this stuff. Uh, we all know, Ming. Not all ingredients are created created equal. Created created yes. equal. Fresh, high quality ingredients um, make a real difference. Talk about your personal experience with Blue Apron. Well, I cooked it. It was awesome. I got some. Yeah, you got, hey, Ming here's, Chen got some. Here's the deal, and this is how it breaks down. Um, whether you're married or you're dating or or you're just be, or you're tindering or casual. Yeah. If you swiped right. Cook the, cook the lady a meal first. Yeah, that's She'll a, be impressed. You know and what? Then, that's the, the key to a happy marriage yeah. is you keep the romance going. Yeah. And cooking a meal for your lady, that gets you in. That's brownie points right there. Yeah. Especially if you're married. You need all the brownie points you can get, boys. Well, you know like, that. It's kind of like, hey, let's go out and eat first, and then we'll come down, back and get down to business. They're like, you know, after the meal, you're like, you know, I'm tired. I got to go. Like, well, what oh. is that Simpsons line? We're going through drive through then we're doing it twice. They're doing it twice. <laughs> You're at home. You're relaxed. You're in your own environment. Exactly. You know, you play your own music. Uh, you know, you got your own alcohol. You don't have to overpay on alcohol. Hell yeah! You're there. It's uh, you know, it's it's a more better. It's a better environment. And, and basically, in the in the end, you save time. Everyone's refreshed. Yep. And and you can, you can get down to business. So, exactly. So uh, yeah, you know, I don't have to spell this out for you guys, do I? That's Blue it's Apron. affordable. Okay. You get variety. It's flexible. They'll customize your recipe right. each week. It's easy. It's, it comes with step-by-step instructions on these really cool cards that you get to keep. Yeah, and each portion, it's already portioned out. It's basically yeah. you just dump it in. You're no measuring, no no mess. It's very easy. Anyone can do this. I know. The, the longest it ever took me to cook a Blue Apron meal was, I think, an hour because I had to wait for uh, some stuff to boil. Oh, yeah. You put your own, like, rolling I fancy do. pants, like, spin on this. Too, uh, yeah, like, I do. I get a little pretentious. You're like, so. yeah, I'm throw some foie gras in uh-huh. there. Like, that, yeah. Ingenue. Uh It's also guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshest guarantee promise that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Yeah, basically every, you schedule every, I'm me, every Wednesday morning, boom. Even before I got up, there was a box waiting for me on the doorstep. Yeah. All the mates are frozen, packed in dry ice. Greens are fresh. 
and I have my, I've, I, I'm able to eat for the week. You got a problem? You call them up. You say, hey, listen, you, you sent me a box full of fish heads. Yeah, but I've never had never a problem. No, never a problem. Never. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Free, folks. With free shipping. Free shipping. By going to blueprint.com slash comics. Comics, people. Not I sell comics, not sell comics. Nope, just comics. Just comics. Yes. Uh, you will love how good it feels, how good it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash comics. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And uh, real quick, um, we got a, a testimonial on Twitter going, hey, Bing and Mike, thank you for pointing me to Blue Apron. Uh, I, I made the Blue Apron. Uh, and then what you said was going to happen after happened. Damn yeah. Yeah. So I'm, we're just saying... So, All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's get to let's get to comics. Um, this is some comic related news. Okay, I wanted to get your opinion. Let's say you were going to Comic Con, and um, let's you know, say I was. Th- these cons now they're announcing some pretty cool guests. Uh, they're they kick- they're are. kicking it up. This weekend I'm going to Silicon Valley Comic Con. They announced uh, a big time guest who's never done a con before, Grant Gustin. Yes, from the Flash. That's pretty huge. That's going to be a huge draw. Well, uh, Grant Gustin, Grant from Gustin, the Flash. Yes. Highly uh, well-liked character, well-liked right. person, very popular, pretty cool guest, pretty big draw. Uh-huh. Um, legendary- not, just, not just from The Flash, but from also all, uh, but also from Glee. Right. He was uh, big in Glee. Yeah, if but one of those relatively guys. new actor. Uh, I wouldn't put him in the category quite yet as legend, not no. a legend. Okay. There, did they call him legend? No. Okay. No, but uh, I just learned of a convention that just released a guest today. Which I would consider to be a legend. Uh, this I one, want, yes. I uh, saw this, Ming, yes. and I am very excited. I, I want to I get your opinion on this. Uh, comic Palooza, our beloved Comic Palooza in Houston. We love Comic Palooza. This May 12th through the 14th. Just announced as a guest, Chuck Norris. How cool is that? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is. Chuck Norris had his own cartoon. He did. Chuck yeah. Norris and the Karate Commandos. Yes. He, had he also own, had a comic book. Yes. Uh, he's Chuck Norris, the Octagon, for God's sake. He sakes. fought... Bruce Lee. Yes, he lost. That, that wasn't he, Game of Death, was it? Uh, it was uh, 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 Return. No, uh, Return of the Dragon. Return of the Dragon. I believe. Yes. yes. Yeah. But he's. I mean, no one should be able to. They fought beat at the freaking Coliseum. Uh, very, very good fight scene. Yes. Ultimately, he lost because it's Bruce Lee. Come on. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, but he lost with honor. We can. We can bar none say that he lost with honor. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Huge. You bet. Legendary. Legend. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. He uh, has not done a convention in over 40 years, Mike. 40? 40. 40 years. 40. Wow. Okay. That's what the press material said. And uh, this is it will be his first Texas convention. Wow, Texas? This is, pretty, that, this is pretty huge. He's a freaking Texas Ranger, for God's sakes. Walker, Texas Ranger. He's Chuck Norris, man. Yeah. So you're that, excited. That is that is you're very excited. exciting. Okay. I am. I'm As a ch- kid blessed, of the 70s, you, uh, I'm sure you saw the, you know, you... you Knew of his kung fu and him being in many magazines. Octagon was one of my favorite movies <laughs> back in the day. It yeah. came out in 79, 80. That was a very big time for me in okay. movies. Very formative for me. I was like 10, 11 years old, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the Delta Force series. Yes, but actually the Octagon. The, the Octagon, Octagon okay. especially because that introduced me to ninjutsu. Right. So I'm like, wow, ninjas. And I'm sure he's featured multiple times in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Yes. Okay. So. Well, I mean, yeah, you saw his... His likeness. Sure. Uh, they they put him in like little Q and A's with yeah. Chuck Norris and stuff like that. So he's got a comic book resume. Yeah. And um, just you and know, sidekicks. Let's not forget sidekicks. sidekicks. But you know, uh, more more recently in the last twelve years, 
the Chuck Norris memes. Yes. The the Chuck Norris was once bitten by a king cobra. Uh, after five days of excruciating pain, the king cobra finally died. Yes. Uh, things like that. Um, you know. Um, um, yeah. My the thing I wrote this morning was, uh, "Hey, welcome to Comic Palooza." Chuck Norris does his autograph signing, his photo ops, and his panel all at the same time. That's pretty funny. But yeah. I also said uh, no. I, I would have said uh, no photography at Chuck Norris's table, as your camera cannot handle his awesomeness yes. and will explode. So yes, that's good. I'm stealing go. that one. So take that. I'm going to steal that one. All right, um, so I just wanted your opinion on that. that's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, my favorite Chuck Norris meme was. Uh, before he goes to bed at night, the boogeyman chucks, uh, checks the closet for Chuck Norris. Oh, that's good. Yes. It's a good one. All right. Right on. Um, and uh, real quick, before we get to books, uh, X-Men Gold, the controversy. Dear yeah, I, God um, in heaven, have, yes. Yeah, um, uh, I wanted to ask your opinion. Uh, we were all in Scotland last week. so Yeah, I missed it. And to, I was actually, I, I almost got angry with you because I'm like, and I sell comics without Mike Zapsick? What the hell we is had that? To talk about I it. know, I got you, but and, I wasn't uh, there. So you had Chris Campana who, doing the. Who, uh, who's the an artist? Seat. Yeah, I wanted to see get his viewpoint as an artist. Um, okay. We, he's he slipped things into comics. You know, innocuous, of course. I've actually slipped things into. I, I forgot about this. I slipped a few references into. I believe you, me, other people we knew, because uh, uh, Walt had me dummy up some packaging mm-hmm. for uh, Batman uh, Cacophony. No, it was uh, Whitening Gyre. Oh, it was Whitening Gyre. Yes. Okay, yeah. So, and I had a convenience store in Bloodhaven. I had to make up a little mm-hmm. packaging. And um, I was like, oh, so I, yeah, you get a perspective. But what, what's your opinion on all this? Uh, my opinion is don't do it. Don't I mean, do it. it. If it's something like that that's harmless and innocuous, sure. absolutely. I mean, it's it's all in good fun, and it's like an Easter egg. Right. You know, Zapsic brand condoms. Yes, exactly. Or <laughs> extra small. Extra, extra, yeah. extra small. There yes. you go. Um. God. Uh, yeah, but the stuff where you have an agenda. Very famous one was uh, Bob Harris did it for, I think it was the Earth X series. One of the Earth X series. Yeah. They did Paradise. He said, um, was it Bob Harris? No, it was, um forget who it was, but said that Bob Harris was a jackass. Oh, he put it in the comic? I put it in the and comic. It, and it flew? And it flew. Yeah, okay. nobody caught it until after. And there are a couple that. They did. There's an EC comic, very famous, that they didn't do until later on, or they didn't notice until later on, till um, till technology caught up with us. Okay, where you can actually see there were uh, people actually screwing in. Oh, in the comic? Yeah. Well, actually, in the the background. Because he knew it was going to be inked, and then it was going to be colored over, so you couldn't see it. Oh, until so they, it is hidden. Then they redid it, and they're like, "Holy crap!" So yeah, uh, you can check that out. I think Rich Johnson on uh, Ain't It Cool News. That's um, crazy. Is it Ain't It Cool News? It's Ain't It Cool News with Rich Johnson, right? I the guy who does all those um, like uh, ain't it, the I, urban urban comic uh, myths. Uh, ain't It Cool News is Harry Knowles, but Harry Knowles. All right, then it's whatever that you know me. I I we're. I get my comic news from you, man. Right. Wow. I wanna. I wanna find this. This comic now. Yeah. EC comic. People having sex. Yeah. In in the way background, it was in a um, like on wallpaper in the background. Okay, but you have to like what X-ray it to see it, or what if you pour water on it? Like it's uh, no, a no. Secret- they they uh, took the the colors out and you could see it. So I was like, wow. Bleeding cool. There we go. Thank you bleeding so cool. much. Yeah, not, not, Four not color PJ. Cool, That's yeah. I man. I bleeding cool. That's what I meant to say. I misspoke, folks. Oh, God. I got it. We so, yeah, this uh, Adrian Ziff, Ziff, Saif? Yes. Saif. Uh, Aryan uh, Saif. Yes. 
Uh, I think he um, he overstepped. I this is um I I, I read X Men Gold. I mm-hmm. thought I, I thought it was great. It felt like a '90s X Men book as I mentioned before. Um, but I saw in classes wearing a shirt that says QS five colon fifty one. I saw it. Didn't know what it meant. Didn't really give it a second thought. Right. Most people don't. Yeah. I thought it was maybe some weird reference to a Marvel panel. In or some it could. Weird... Yeah. Or it could have been like, hey, that's my. Uh, those are my my homeboys. Right. Or is that oh QS uh, Quicksilver like yeah. issue five Cor- panel fifty one or uh, was Cran something? Okay. Uh, passage five like fifty one, which um, uh, yeah, which uh, if read. Uh, it, depending on how you interpret it, uh, could be very offensive toward Jews and Christians. Uh, yeah, so. hell yeah, yeah. But I, I don't. Did you did you even notice it the first time reading it? No. And you didn't even notice not even it. a little bit. Okay. So I and you know um, unless I'm going to go back and reread it, I used to go back for George Perez used to do a lot of little things in there too. So you had um, what's up? Get him. Uh, we had um, like a hand. From a battle that took place like three issues before sure. uh, the Stone Knight. And in issue 160 of Avengers, they had a battle with uh, the Black Knight who was turned to stone. Right. And uh, you saw him get his, you know, he was beat, trying to beat up on the vision. And um, he essentially beat himself to death. So uh, you saw like this stone hand down at the bottom. You're like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Just little throwaways. But this was not like a little throwaway. Should, um, uh, so why don't I ask two things? Should an editor have caught that and be like, "Dude, what what is this?" Should he? Should, should someone have asked questions? Um, n- I don't think so because okay. it, it's not like they're he's sharing state state secrets. Sure, this is not uh, a high high powered anything. Yeah, from what I read, read uh, you know, no one in North America really caught it. It wasn't until it hit the Indonesian market where people were like, "Whoa, yeah, whoa, what the hell?" Exactly, okay. and maybe I don't know. Do do you get like? Do you pass it around to everybody and like no, editors? I'm sure, you can't. It's, yeah, I'm it's sure they have enough time, time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question two. Uh, uh, Sayaf, he's also done the art for issues two and three coming up. What should be done about the next two issues? Should they use his art? Should they get another artist to go over it? If they do use his art in the name of, uh, you know, they're on a schedule. I uh-huh, understand that. Absolutely. Uh, they're and as such, uh, if you get a, if you push a book behind. You're gonna lose a lot of money. You're gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah. So they... in the in the in the you know, do you keep the art in the name of uh, you know finances and time and expediency? And, correct. Or do you go the you know? Do you follow morality and like listen? This dude's kind of a you know he shouldn't have done it. We are, fired. Are you gonna him. say a scumbag? We fired him. Well, I I yeah he, yeah yeah you know what yeah he has a scumbag for throwing. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Should we, you know, not con, you know, not condone what he's done and scrap the art that he's done and get somebody else to come in? You know, someone like say Ken Lashley who is working on the art after this, or, or, or you know, I, I'm sure we could get any number of people. Sure. To do to redo the art. What's we your could, opinion? Um, on that? They already paid for the art. Right. See, that's the bitch of it. And it's at the press right now. If I, I can, I imagine I it was would, scheduled to come out what next week. Couple if you weeks have to pulp, yes, it. I'm. The lead time. Yes. That book is already in Diamond's hands, so sure. there is no way that they can't. Yeah, here's here's what we got is uh, uh, if you talk to Walt Flanagan, he can draw a page a day. If you're very fast, for, if you're extremely fast and you have no, and you have time and and whatever, uh, maybe a page and a half if you're uh, if you don't sleep. Right. Page and a half. So, you know, we're talking probably another 20 days at least to get the art, something like that. Then colored, lettered, 
So, you know, we're talking about a pretty significant delay. Not, you know, notable. Not only that, but you also have to pulp the issue. And that's 100,000 easy. So I'm just like, wow. That's... And now does everybody who's uh, expecting X-Men Gold number two... Yes. ...go out of their way to grab it? Is Does that become the hot book now? Is that like, if they're going to pulp it, if there's going to be some kind of controversy... Yeah. Do we grab it before they can pulp it? Sure. Because a guy came up to us at Edinburgh, yeah. and he had an Elseworlds um, annual, the 80-page giant. Not right, annual, which is known for? The um, Super Baby story. Yes. Which had soup, uh, yeah, Clark Kent as a, as a child in a microwave. Crawls into a microwave. Yep, and they, they pulped it because they, they're like, no, no, we can't do this. Yeah. I mean, but it's Super Baby. You don't, you don't put a regular baby in a microwave. Sure. Yeah, Super know? Baby would uh, blow up the microwave yeah. and be fine. Yeah, yes. it's fine. Yeah, but they pulped it here, but you could get it. Are there yeah, because they sent floating it. floating around in Europe, though. Yeah, they sent it over to Europe. And as a matter of fact, Walt Flanagan had gotten that for Christmas that next year. Yeah. Because his, you know, his wife asked him, what do you want for Christmas? He said, I want the... I want the one where the baby crawls into a microwave. (laughs) And oddly enough, not even two years later, they reprinted that story in Bizarro Comics. Yeah. So. But that that single issue is worth pretty penny. Uh, But it's also a lot of people lost interest in it. Sure. So I I guess it still does have a certain cachet, but probably not the amount that other people think. Okay. So you're saying, you know what, uh, you know, if he did put any references where there's rumors that he did. That will take those out, and uh, life goes on. Publish it. Life goes on. Okay. You know they're not condoning him, but he did do art, and it's the art is is fine. Yeah. Without without political I, or any racist uh, overtones. Exactly. I thought he was good. I thought that the art. Yeah, I thought was, he was good too. But uh, I'm sorry. And uh, Ken Lashley. Uh, someone says, as much as I love Ken, he's a slow artist. That's four uh, color PJ. Yep. For me, mm-hmm. his art. Uh, is approaching, and I told him this. Uh, told him personally. Told him personally that his art is approaching John Byrne level. On you told X-Men. him that. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Because and and I do. I love his art sure. on uh, on X Men. He has been. He was on Uncanny, and love him. I yeah. think he's phenomenal. Great. So okay. and hopefully, here's a little teaser. Okay. Might be talking to him. Uh, yeah, you may very, hear very him on this very very program. Uh, yes. In the near future. So. All right, let's talk about some books here. Let's talk some about books some without, books that aren't racist. Uh, no, they're racist, but uh, just in a different way. Yeah, what do you got there? I've got Secret Empire Zero. Yes, this is probably got to be this is the comic of the week. This um, is actually one of two comics of the week. Yeah, actually now, one of three. I'm only going to spotlight three. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I'm jet lagged. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. T- Secret Empire. Sorry, man, we're tired. But we, we find out. Yeah, um, now I know you're not. A huge fan of Captain America's recent turn as a Hydra agent. I'm no, that's that's being disingenuous. Man. Okay, that's being disingenuous. Okay. Uh, mostly, I, I I'm going along for story's sake because sure. hey, why the hell not? It's it's interesting. I think it's a really cool little turn where you have Cap being the ultimate mole, the ultimate underground oh, yeah. un- sleeper agent, yeah. if you will. But as much as we know about Cap. You know, for the our history, history, history is deemed the fifty, the fifty-three. Is it fifty-three? Fifty-three years he's been back mm-hmm. in the Silver Age right. since uh, Avengers number four. He's always been that guy that um, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Right. I he, mean, he represents us, our country. And exactly. Good. He represents good. Yes. His, All the good in the world. His um, 
his motivations have always been very clear because he's always made them very clear. This, you find out he's got another agenda, and this is where that agenda is leading to. So, I mean, I, I think it's brilliantly done. Yeah. It was very, Nick Spencer did a great job. Um, there's some great art by Daniel Acuna. Yeah. I, I like this. Uh, and yeah, Rod Reese. I'm sorry. You, you think of Cap and, um, you know, with, with, the, with the books taking darker turns, tones, uh, uh, you know, lately, um, I can see, yeah, some people say, like, what do you think about Captain America? Hey, it's cool, but he's too goody-goody. He's too straight-laced. Yeah. He always does the right thing. He's white bread. And in the past, that was what we wanted. But now people are like, oh, that's boring now. Yeah, we need We're shades of gray. Yeah, What's going that, on? Yeah, that's boring. It's like, well, he doesn't stray from that. That's who he is. Well, here, you want you wanted a different, you wanted the other side? Yeah, you're going to Here, here you it. go. Here you go. And they're doing a, I think they're doing a great job right. of, um, all those people who thought he was a, you know, who construed him as Captain a, America, yeah, goody, ooh, goody. Oh, you know, he, you know, he returns the the hundred dollar bill you find on the ground. He, you know, he'll he he saves cats from trees. Yeah, he's like the the argument for Superman. Sure. Like, oh God, Superman's such a boring character. But you know what? When when you've got those people who, um, if you ever watched um, the cartoon that they did of, and, and it's you know in trade paperback as well, Batman Under the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. When uh, Jason Todd says to to Bruce, he's like, you know what? I thought that, you know, if there was one line that the Joker could cross, that you would kill him. You would hunt him down and extinguish the life from him. And losing me would have been that line you crossed. Not not Dent, not Cobblepot, Joker. Yes. Because he took you from me or took me from you. Yeah. And I thought that would be the line that, that you, would, you would cross. And he said, no, I couldn't. And he's like, why? Because it's it's too hard no yeah he said why because it's too hard for you to do he's like no because it's too friggin easy yes killing him would be easy yeah but that would you know where's the separation then right where and this is something that occurred to me as i was wandering around it's odd edinburgh we were uh, i was talking to um to my wife about you know how comics have changed and back in the late 70s You've got the Proteus saga. You've got um, the X-Men. Yeah. They're fighting. They're not trying to kill Proteus, but here's the ultimate no-win scenario. Proteus has to die. There's no other way. He's like, and he's a vampire. Yeah. He essentially takes over a human host and just wreaks havoc because he's got these abilities that allow him to warp reality. Yeah. And uh, so... There was this one panel where these Proteus turns like a window into bees. Just weird. You know, just like this throwaway thing. And uh, the bees are attacking these people. And Storm comes along and she she makes a monsoon with uh, like frigid winds in yeah. there. And in her in her monologue, she's like, uh, I don't want to kill these bees. <laughs> she's saying... Hopefully this will force them into hibernation. They shouldn't right. have. They shouldn't have to, you know, suffer for their their mad creator's desire or yeah. whatever. And later she became a Peter spokesman. So yeah. Uh, actually, later she she did kill. She she killed without compunction, and she has killed. Oh yeah, yep, yep. That. She has. And, yeah. And Peter the same way. Peter Colossus. Peter Rasputin. Yes. Colossus actually has to kill uh, Proteus because he's the only X Men that can. Right. Because uh, he's he's after him. Everyone thought it was going to be Wolverine, but here's Colossus, who's 
along with Storm, one of the two most innocent of the X-Men. Right. And he's the one who has to put an end to Proteus. Yeah. So you're like, wow, here's... They had to kill. Right. There was no other choice. Yeah. And they, they suffered for it. They, they were like, their conscience was getting the better of them. And then later on, now we've got uh, heroes that kill, you know, at the drop of a dime. And yeah. Wolverine is one of the reasons why. Sure. Uh, from the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah. He was, he's, he's a killer. He's a murderer. Yeah, that's, he, that's what he was created for. Exactly, and, he, and that's what he was born for. Right. So yeah, it's, you're like, wow, this guy's a murderer, and he's still a part of this team that is more peacekeeping force than anything else. Yeah. So I yeah. thought that was really Now, weird. with all the action going on here, uh, you know, a, a concentrated, well-orchestrated attack, mm-hmm. um, which ultimately reveals, uh, uh, you know, Cap revealing himself to be a, uh, the, uh, the the supreme ultimate. leader of Hydra. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff revealed here. A lot of great action. This is issue zero. Yes. Yeah. This <laughs> ain't even the main event. It's not even. Yeah. No. Yeah, which is um. So I'm expecting all the other issues after this they to be better. just as awesome. This this bar is set really really high. Yeah. And anything that that comes after has to be as. High. Yeah. So now, from a historical standpoint, is this the biggest betrayal in Marvel history, Mike? Marvel history. Can you think of another instance of you know maybe a super turning or any event? It was like whoa. Uh, I can think of one. It's DC. Okay. It's not Marvel. It was Terra. Yes. Oh yeah. Terra, the Judas contract, yeah. where uh, she. She was a mole inside the Teen Titans. <laughs> that, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so weird. There's stuff that they don't talk about, about like 70s and 80s mm-hmm. comic books that was really dark back in the day. And it didn't even occur to us as like oh, kids, 14 yeah. and 15 year yeah. olds. She's 14 and a half. Sure, yeah. but she's And she was, she was created as a foil to Kitty Pride. Right. Speaking of the X-Men. Uh, where she came onto the team and she was like, you know, the younger girl and she was like, flirty with uh change laying yeah, and all sorts like, of stuff like and big tart man yeah Before, if i'm gonna just be blunt here yeah and she's sleeping with deathstroke yeah. the terminator who's like what 60 he's yeah <laughs> so you're like holy shit and this is this is actual pedophilia right it, it you're is. like holy crap it is i mean I, I i'm not aware i don't know what the laws were in the 70s but this isn't like i, I think the laws yeah. are the same this as fr- they are right this now are, this is some fucking like uh like um what freaking roman polanski shit here. D- yeah and you're like whoa this is and they're like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. And then Deathstroke goes on and has his own comic book, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I flirt between. I've got my own code. It's like it doesn't yeah, stop you from sleeping dude, yeah, with 14 yeah, and a half yeah, year old on, girls. That's just, just there's no code That's for wrong. That. Yeah. There, no, there should be a code, yeah. and that was a code approved book. Yeah. So you're like, whoa, this is so strange, and nobody talks about that. Nobody. Walt and I have had discussions about that. It's yeah. like. You know, there's no justifying it, though. There is absolutely no, yeah. no justifying yeah, just it. Just for the record. And if the Judas contract hadn't happened, you know, we would never have gotten Nightwing. Or right. we wouldn't have gotten Nightwing in that, you know, in this action-packed um, venue. But it's like, whoa, this is, that. that's wrong. No, yeah. That's, uh, that's Judas contract now available as a DC animated movie. It is. Uh, co- um, with a cameo by uh, our very own Kevin Smith. Yes, he did. I heard about that. So, uh, yeah. Playing himself as a podcaster. Yeah, pretty cool. Got a cool figure. And uh, Beast Boy's a fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. That is pretty badass. That's pretty cool. So, anyways, uh, pick pick up Secret Empire. It's um, yeah. The uh, lot lot of the uh, lot of the books you've been reading have kind of led over to this. They make t- oh yeah many references to a lot of the titles that have uh, 
been out this year. And Marvel so. also states that this is the last of their big events for the foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I said, don't they bring in... Uh, Wait a minute, didn't they just... Yeah, they just announced it. What? Yeah, yeah, it was called Generations, right? Uh, I, think, I think so. Yeah, or Legacy, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure thing, Marvel. Right, we'll buy that what, one. Uh, what else you got there? Uh, I got Batman 21, the button. The button. This is uh, a setup for a lot of cool things to come in. Uh, button referring to uh, a button we saw many uh, in a book you may have read yeah, called The Watchman. Yeah, about a year, year and a half ago called... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a button in... The Watchmen. And The Watchmen. But it's also a button that uh, first made its way into the DC Universe proper. Uh, yeah. Jeff we, Johns. Uh, we started Rebirth, though. Yes. If you haven't watched DC, it, uh, spoiler. But, DC yeah. Universe Rebirth. If you didn't find it, to hell with you. No. Yeah, but this one, uh, highly highly teased, highly, yes. highly touted, and now it's out. And uh, what did you think of it? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. This is, uh, this is put that button... And finding its where and finding a whole bunch of stuff yeah. on the front burner. Right. Because uh, Batman's just been like, oh, I got other stuff to do. This makes this, uh, finding out where this came from, what it's... Yeah, what, not anymore. Uh, you got stuff to, you got some stuff to, to, yeah, you, to do. This is on the front burner now, so yeah. this is pretty important. Yeah. So. It's amazing. Um, I, I'm going to go Nightwing number 19, Mike. Okay. Uh, which... Uh, when we last saw, when we last left off, uh, Damien had been kidnapped. Yes. By um, by Doctor Simon Hurt, and uh, Robin Robin uh, was on a mission to rescue his new girlfriend Sean, aka uh, the Defacer. Yes. And uh, this issue takes him to. You mean Dick, not Robin. Not Robin. Dick Nightwing. Nightwing. Uh, this takes him and Sean to. Uh, they trace Doctor Simon Hurt to a secret tomb in Egypt, and. Um, uh, he, he's got to explain why he took his girlfriend with him. Well, we just yeah. rescued, but she's insisted on coming. Okay, you've you've been there, right? I mean, oh, of course, yeah. You got you to gotta bring him along. Sure, why not? Yeah, uh, but um, you know, uh, they get they attack, get attacked by a uh, Deathwing. His uh, I I don't want to call it brainwashed, brainwashed uh, alter ego. Right. Well, not alter ego, but uh, what do you call that kind of doppelganger? Yeah, yeah, same strengths. Uh, maybe maybe even more. Maybe a little stronger. Uh huh. But uh, different philosophies, different different mindsets, right? And uh, you know, when you get brainwashed, you know, you kind of. Oh, yeah, you, you, I think you, you ever been brainwashed? Sure. Okay. Who hasn't? You ever met anyone brainwashed? <laughs> I just, from what I see, uh, you know, like. Have you ever met anyone in a cult? I have you ever met a Scientologist? Oh no, I think we just lost three more of our yeah. uh, listeners. I, from what I'm gathering, I've never been brainwashed. Uh, I've been sort of hypnotized, but I wasn't hypnotized. <laughs> You're but from my, that. you know, from what, all you, right, you know, we've, all right, we've got stuff we want to do. Uh, you know, you want, you have book and record you want to do. I've got various projects I want to do, and I'm, you know, we haven't done them yet, you know, because we've got other things in life. It seems like when you get brainwashed, you you get very focused. Yeah, you get shit done. You do, and um, that makes you dangerous. On it one hand, does especially it makes you very um singular minded. Yeah. So yeah, but um, you know, these fight scenes I noticed between Deathwing and Nightwing. Um, very well matched, but some even you know when you're that focused, uh, you better watch out. Yeah, you're screwed. When, when you, motivation, Mike. It's a <laughs> very, it's is a, a pretty good, good driving force. Uh, but you know, uh, and of course, there's another. Pretty, there's a great, very great rendered fight scene. I'm not going to tell you mm -hmm. how it ends up. Um, but there, I think the one message in this book, uh, Deathwing mentions, uh, you know, with Sean being there, it's like, listen, oh, you brought. You brought you brought the person 
uh, here who the only maybe the only person one of the only people who will hold you back. And he makes the analogy: uh, uh, Marion held back Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hercules' wife uh, her name was Megara. If you're into Greek mythology, and uh, and their kid, they're more they're who are both mortal. Held him back. They weren't mortal um, for long. They were pretty much uh, bloodstained smears yeah, after a little much, while. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty uh, much. You know, why? His Achilles why? heel. Yes, if which, you will. Uh, which is also mentioned okay. in this book. So, and, uh, you know, does Damien get found? Is it too late? We'll find out. We will. In Nightwing issue 19. Okay. My last book by our friend Donnie Cates. Oh, you read that? I did. Red uh, Redneck, number one. Yes, from Image Comics and Skybound. Yes, uh, I thought it was. This is. We got to get him back on. We do. All right, we'll get Texas, him back on. Texas. Vampires. Yes. Blood feuds. Uh, Texas, not surprised. Donnie uh, met him in Austin at uh, mm-hmm. Austin Con- Books and Comics. Uh, ra- very, I met him randomly. Yeah. I was there buying books and he was like, Ming Chun? <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, how are you doing? So uh, it, it was, it's from that. Now he's, uh, he's hanging out with Robert Kirkman at, at oh, of course Emerald he is. Comic Con. He's, he's got, yeah, more. Donnie, we got to have you, we got to have you back. And he's then. like, nah, I'm, I'm too big league for you. Pretty guys. much. Yeah. I think that's what happens. We yep. talk to guys like Donnie Cates and James Tiny in the fourth. And then now, they, now they won't come on cause they're of too course. big now. I'm so, no, I'm sorry. I can't. No. Yeah. Um, I got to go be on, uh, at midnight with, uh, yeah, Chris, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging out yeah, with Chris so Hardwick. Texas a zombie, real podcast, Texas, not you jerks. Texas zombies. Yeah, Texas vampires, Texas not zombies. Texas vampires, even better. You haven't read it yet. I have not read oh, it. Oh, bummer. It's really good. And uh, Donnie does a, a little uh, thing in his letter column, which is really, really cool. Yeah. And tells you the motivation behind the story, which I suggest you read the story first, then read his, uh, his explanation. I can't recommend it enough. Donnie, you did um, Balls Up. Great. Balls Up. All right, is right that on. Balls Up? Balls oh, Up. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, I picked up uh, just randomly uh, the issue of Shell and Cowboy that came that uh, yeah, it looks out this cool, week. right? I love Jeff Darrow. Yeah, if you've read the previous issues, uh, basically, uh, you know, the Shell and Cowboy goes around and lays waste to mountains of, of dead bodies. Um, of course, the he way does. that Blood and Guts are rendered is uh, bar none, some of the best I've ever seen in comics. Um, the difference between this issue, uh, there are words in this one. <laughs> yeah, I know, weird, right? <laughs> There's dialogue in this one. Uh, it's very good. It's very very zen, and uh, you see the Shell and Cowboy, not quite. In, as invincible as uh, he may seem. No, we've seen him get bloodied before. Yeah, but, but he, he, the way he manages to come out of it is by using Chinese medicine. Uh, the And uh, chi, if you don't believe in chi, it's actually a very real thing in the Asian medicine. Uh, if you can clear blockages, healing can occur faster, mm-hmm. uh, mental and physical. And uh, they deal with that in this book. Um, and uh, yeah, I like having words. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. So uh, pick, the, pick that one up. Definitely pick that one up. Um, other news, Mike, and thank you for your recommendations. Oh, not um, at all. Uh, I haven't gotten to, which uh, I will put on your list, uh, Nick Fury, number one. Okay. And uh, Monsters Unleashed, Mike. Yes, number one. Number Very one. Cool. Definitely pick those up. And uh, I'll be reading those on the way to uh, San Jose this weekend. Uh, other news, uh, New York Comic Con fan verification is open now. This is uh, something they instituted last year where you go and – you fill it out. Make sure you're a real person. Make sure that you're not going to be scalping the ticket that you're going to be buying uh. for your coming. It's making sure that you're a real fan. And um, I I like this purely because uh, it says that anyone going to the con uh, is a fan, that they're not some fly-by-night ticket broker or scalper. Anyone acquiring tickets by nefarious means, you need to verify yourself first. This is before they release tickets uh, very soon. Uh, you need to be verified first. 
before you can even buy them. I I am wondering how much this curbs scalpers though. Uh, last Doesn't year, at all. No way. Last year and the year before, I noticed as I was leaving the con every day, uh, I, I would see people outside with a stack of 20s and a stack of badges, and they were buying any badges that people weren't using for the rest of the day, Uh-oh. paying them cash money, Mike. And uh, if, so uh, I so if you wanted to get in, yeah, you could buy, buy a badge, probably get right in. I know there's like RFD ID scanners and stuff, but... Um, I saw it wasn't that hard. Uh, did it? Did it curb scalpers? I I, I don't know. Somebody, Bru- um, I told you not at all. But you know what? One can only hope. It's we have it easy. We have it beyond easy, Mike. Where I know. Uh, you know every year and hopefully this year, God willing, fingers crossed, we get another season of comic book men. We get to do a panel usually on the Thursday or Friday morning, and we get a pass that lets us in for the whole convention. It's, we're we're very we're beyond lucky. Yep. For anyone who has to verify themselves and then. Get on on the day that tickets released and hope that they might get a ticket online. I, I I applaud you. I mean, we've done it before. I'm I'm just saying it's just easier for now. I'm saying we're very blessed now, and um, but we know what you've gone through. We've gone through it in the past. It uh, it's it's tough just getting in. So, um, so I I'm just saying I appreciate the experience. This year, Mike, uh, they're doing construction in the Javits. It's gonna be very gummed up. Uh oh. As such, no four day passes. They're only releasing single days. Yeah, only, single days. I heard about that. Which uh, you know, if you intend on going all four days, you got to go back and buy each four days individually. Pain in the ass. Uh, probably going to be more expensive too. Usually, you get some kind of discount if you buy a four day pass. Uh, it's it's getting harder to get in these big cons though. It is. It's uh, it's, more expensive. It's I'm telling. It's, it's a crapshoot. It's, it's an event. It's almost yeah. like in the Super Bowl now. So uh, I just want to appreciate any I mean, any fans going to any con, but. Making these kind of efforts, uh, you know, we we definitely appreciate it. So, uh, and we want to wish you good luck to everyone who truly wants to go to New York Comic Con this year. Uh, I hope you all get in and come see us at our panel. Yeah, that should be we great. get another season. Hopefully, we do. Let's, so, let's, yeah, from your lips to God's ears. So, thank you. Um, I just know this is just a real quick offshoot story. Uh, did you play Centipede back in the day? Of course, you did. Yeah, played. I, I thought I, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm pretty good. Um, and that game still holds up. A little rollerball. Of course. Pretty good. Uh, the Centipede is coming to com- to a comic near you in July. Oh, my God. I don't know what the storyline is, but I, God, I do, I vaguely remember. Somebody can correct me if they're wrong. I remember it's either a one page or maybe it's just a short story about Centipede. Oh, no. You know where I saw it? I think Atari used to publish little comic books that they would insert yes, into I the game. Yes, I remember games. those, yeah. And it was a story about uh, I don't even know if you know the backstory of Centipede. No. The um what you're actually shooting is a wand. And um I guess you're in some kind of fairyland where there's a uh I the, the centipede goes nuts and you use the wand to turn the segments into toadstools. Okay. That, I, that was basically the backstory. All right, I just the centipede. They wow, they, it. they put a lot of thought into that, didn't they? Well they rented it in a comic for it and it just <laughs> brought me back to that. I was like, wait a minute, I read there was a comic. Here's what's really weird. I just assumed it was like Space Invaders. I, I just assumed that we were, you know. Well, I, Space Invaders has a backstory too. I can't remember it, yeah, but well, it, I mean, actually, it's, 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 sure, I like the Futurama backstory. So that's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a very deep backstory. Uh, I believe Yard's Revenge has a, a comic. Yeah, <laughs> someone comfort the widow, Pac Man. Yeah, but I'm hoping this one's much darker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's hope. Yeah. So. All right, uh, if you're coming out this weekend, Silicon Valley Comic Con. Uh, Ming Chen. Ming Chen, Grant Gustin, Buzz Aldrin. Ah, uh, Buzz. Stephen Yen. Ask if Buzz will uh, let you yell at the moon with him. Okay. 
I could do that. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, can I yell at the moon with you? And uh, next week, my plans aren't in stone yet, but I should be wandering around Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. Very cool. Yeah. So um, Ming Chen, busy boy. Busy boy. We're also going to be podcasting the hell out of stuff next week. So yeah, we, got uh, lot, we got a lot to tell. Yeah, so. we do. Um, but uh, but welcome back, Mike. Welcome back, back, Ming. And uh, you know, I I I yeah I I'm gonna I'm go drink some Iron Brew now and uh, eat the curly whirly that you just bought. Me. Not a problem, buddy. So, all right, so thank you very much, and there you go. All right, thank you. Transaction comes a sweet satisfaction as I cement my place in history. It's just another sale to this cabinet selling alpha male. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, 
only at smodcast.com. Smodcast.